Welcome to The Actor and the Actuary, as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds, as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. I could listen to you all day. (laughs) What? I just got that deep voice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff, we've got some mail here. Ooh. This one's coming hot at us from the hacker. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time the hackers checked in. Um, First of all, um, hacker says no Spotify WTF. Uh, You know what? That is on our to-do list. That's coming uh, very shortly. Uh, In fact, maybe by the time this episode airs, we may even be on Spotify. So take that hacker. Take that. That's news to me. And also really intense name hacker and WTF. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy, I mean, this person is, uh Oh, uh, you dropped a guy. Well, you know, uh, in in case you want some more clues, um, this person goes into depth. Uh, he's, he or she uh, is correcting Mm -hmm. a story, uh, from when you and me and one other person went to Europe um oh, so uh this makes sense now <laughs> this person does not recall crawling on all fours in paris um this person thinks that they snuck in in paris uh because that's where um this person was at the train station all by themselves for hours yeah so they were I, the one that had to sneak i would in. agree uh hacker I, I actually think that's accurate so i i'm excited that you've now written in and are part of the show hacker welcome Yes, thank you. And Hacker, also thanks for mentioning that our podcasts were no longer syncing to anything oh, yeah. but Apple. We did fix yeah. that. So thank you, Hacker. Very yeah, helpful. thank you, Hacker. That was that was good. We're now uh, up and running on all those sites and soon to be Spotify. Jeff, I'm so happy to be here today, especially since it's my episode today. So I'm excited. Wow, that's really selfish. Your well, episode? I mean, I'm kind of here too. Yeah, you're, you're along for the ride, but this is all about how to become an actuary. So all right, all right. buckle up, get ready. I'm buckled. I'm ready. And in fact, I kind of want to start. Can I ask oh. something? What are you drinking? Oh, of course. What are you drinking? I'm on a roll since last week. I, I had a, a vodka cranberry. This week I'm going with a vodka palm. Ooh, what mm. the heck is a palm? <laughs> Pomegranate juice. Oh my gosh. Is that a bold North saying? Bold North. Uh, no, but I, I think Palm isn't Palm like a brand name. It's not the brand name so. that I got. Like I, but... I've seen it on like a can, like Palm. Yeah, P-O-M. Palm. Yeah, exactly. Let's say it together. Palm. Yeah, that sounds wow. nice. We That's actually good. could do a commercial for Palm. I'll talk to him. What um, are you drinking? Oh, sorry. Yeah, moving right running along too fast. I am drinking Corona. Corona. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't see a lime in there. I know. I, it's actually really sad. I did not have one. Um, that's quite sad. It is quite sad. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking tonight. Mo- mo- mostly Excellent. because it's the only item I have yet to drink that's not on the list that we've already done. And again, in case you don't know, the rule is do not repeat. So um, our listeners are going to get inspired by our future <laughs> drinks, I think. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's I'm already scared. <laughs> I know. I'm going to need to actually like Buy look up some different. new drinks or yeah, something. That's exactly right. Well, here, let's start off here, Mr. Actuary. I looked at right. Career Explorer and it gave me a definition <laughs> of an actuary. Can I read oh, it? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, please do. <clears throat> 
actuaries come up with numbers for insurance companies, working with accountants and underwriters to see what insurance rates should be based on these risks and their financial outcomes. They also use statistics to calculate the probability of risks and the financial consequences of those risks. It's the perfect career for someone who loves numbers. <laughs> That's the perfect setup. I am later in this episode i want to describe things to not say during an interview and there were there were a couple things right in there so that was perfect um yeah i mean that that sounds like the most boring definition you could come up with uh i would say an actuary is nothing like an accountant i mean i know it didn't say it was like an accountant but i've i never work with accountants at my job so i don't know what they're talking about well, let me give you one others. This is right. this is from beingactuary.org. <clears throat> oh yes, that's that's a more reputable source. <laughs> okay, it is. I'm serious. Oh, oh, okay. Well, here it is. We are the analytical backbone of our society's financial security programs. We are the brains behind the financial safeguards in our personal lives, so we can go about our day without worrying too much about what the future may hold for us. Wow, that's a bold definition. And I like that one. That fits. I mean, that's that's perfect for the bold north. Bold north. And for the bold actuaries, yes. Oh that makes it sound a little cooler than, than it really is. But <laughs> the, the other one made it sound way backbone. more boring. <laughs> yes, we are the analytical backbone. So you can live without fear. Well, there is a saying um, among the actuary professional. I think this is the um the slogan of of actuaries. It's risk is opportunity. So there you go. Um, if you mm. like taking risks or if you like assessing risks, risks, uh, actuary might be for you. All right. Well, it's not for me because I don't like those, but it, it sounds like it's for you, Aaron. It's for me. That's right. That's right. Tell, tell me why it's for you. What maybe, maybe before we get in totally to what it is and what you do, why did you choose it? Mm. Well, you know, I, uh, I didn't know what it was when I went to college. Uh, I went to a, uh, you know, like a career counselor in college and they, they told me about this career of an actuary because I really like stats and I was at a business school and an actuary is kind of like a combination of statistics and business. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And, you know, they said, oh, well, you have to take all these math exams and, you know, there's like 10 you have to pass in order to be certified. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool too. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really how I became interested in it. Um, I first, fun fact, first went to school as an international business major, but then decided I didn't really want to travel internationally that much. So, hmm. um, so these tests, um, you know, I, I'm assuming it's, uh, I have it written down here. The largest of the professional groups is the Society of Actuaries, the SOA. Is that right? Yeah, the SOA, you got yeah, it. Yeah, the Organization for Actuaries Working in Life and Health Insurance, Employment Benefits and Pensions, and the CAS, the Casualty Ooh. Actuarial Society is the Organization for Actuaries Working in Automobiles, Fire and Liability Insurance and Workers' Comp. Yeah, this is like the um, shoot. I, I wish I was more up on my West Side Story. The Sharks and the who, who's the other? Oh yeah, the Jets. The Sharks and the Jets. Yeah. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from your first cigarette <laughs> to your last dying day. Yes, actor. Hello. Yeah, there, there's a huge rivalry between the SOA and the CAS. Mm. Um, and and you know, a few years ago, the SOA tried to uh, envelop, tried to annex the CAS, uh, but they resisted. 
So there, there is a, a huge rivalry to this day. So casualty actuaries society is uh, there might standing be, firm. There might be a musical script in this. Uh, oh, there story. is. I mean, I think that's interesting. I might pick your brain later and write a screenplay with you, Mr. Actuary. Oh, yeah. I mean, please do. I, I mean, this deserves to be written about, I would say. <laughs> Okay, so tell me what uh, you didn't go to become an actuary, but you find yourself into this profession. What happens next? Yeah, well, I would say, you know, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking, okay, you want to become an actuary. There's really four steps. All right. The first step is figure out what an actuary is. That's kind of what you're asking me right now. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and analytical backbone. Got it. Check the analytical backbone. That's right. If you like solving problems, if you like, you know, here's how I would describe it. It's like, take a very abstract situation and try to put numbers to it. Um, and like make it concrete. That's kind of what an actuary does, you know, like, uh, you, you hear about, have you ever heard of, uh, like an insurance company, um, like Lloyd's of London. Have you heard of Lloyd's of London? I just love that you brought in Lloyd, uh, but no, I, I have not heard of Lloyd's of London. Is that LOL? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I believe that is LOL. Um, they are, uh, well, they're, you know, out of London and they are famous for reinsuring or for not reinsuring, for insuring um, very bizarre things. Um, for example, they they insure Bruce Springsteen's voice, or would you believe that they insured Dolly Parton's breasts? Wow! Yes, it's true. They put a price tag on those items, and an actuary uh, is one who usually they're not that that odd, but they actually build a model and put numbers to things that are very abstract and put a a dollar cost on uh, on things like that on and Dolly so, Parton's boobs. Exactly. You got it. You got it. So. Um, you know, if, uh, if that sounds interesting to you, then, uh, I would say an actuary could be for you. And, and to be more specific, a pricing actuary, as opposed to a valuation actuary, is that correct? Wow. I, uh, you must be on my LinkedIn page or something. <laughs> I am not. In fact, I don't have one of those, oh, but wow. I did as a, you know, a studying actor would do studied my actuarial science before joining this meeting. Wow, that's very good. Um, yes, I am a pricing actuary, the more fun type of actuary versus mm -hmm. the more boring valuation actuary. Ooh. Sorry for all you valuation actuaries out there listening. I'm sure there's a lot of you. And let's be honest, you all wanted to be pricing actuaries. So. They just LOL'd. And I don't mean laughed out loud. I mean, Lloyd of, of London. So tell me, Mr. Pricing Actuary, from what I gathered, you work generally a, a, a longer period of time, you know, two, three, four months at, at, on a specific project. You know, you would reprice insurance products or something like that to make sure that the, the pricing and the points are up to date or something like that. Tell me a little bit about like what that is and in, in difference to evaluation. Oh, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you get to work on the new cutting edge stuff. You like know, a younger girl's boobs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You don't, instead of having to figure out, you know, how much of a reserve to hold for Dolly Parton's boobs. Yeah. You get to, you get to figure out how much a different person's would cost. Like Jennifer so, Lawrence's. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's much more fun. Um, yeah. You know, it's like R and D, you know, you get to create new things and you get to have your finger on the pulse of the market, like what's actually selling. Uh, and versus value what another pricing actuary has already done. So 
if this sounds interesting to you, I think it would be time to go to step two. Ooh, tell me about step two. Sounds good. Step two is all about education. Do you have a bachelor's degree? I do. So, okay, well then you can actually skip this step. It doesn't matter what kind of bachelor's degree you have. Don't worry about the master's degree. Master's degree, not important to be an actuary. Okay. If you have any bachelor's degree, you're good. If you don't have one, um, may I recommend an actuarial science major uh, or mm -hmm. perhaps mathematics or economics or finance? Any of them will do. Mm -hmm. um, really not that important. Get a bachelor's degree and start taking some exams. You really, you got you to gotta pass the first two exams if you want any hope of getting a job. Oh, man, you lost me at... Uh... Step two. And here I thought I was making it nice and easy. No. Step one, step two. No, you were making it easy. You lost me in terms of interest. Oh, well, that's a Because problem. you said exams to, to pursue my career. Well, I mean, it's better than getting a master's degree, right? Some people like taking exams. If the thought of an exam makes you uneasy, this is probably not the career for you because mm. these exams are graded on a curve and not the good way. Uh, they are set so that between 40 and 50% of the people who take it pa uh, pass every time. So, um, so yeah, you, you know that you're going to have to be better than most of the people taking the exam in order to pass. Yeah, that sounds awful. But you have to be, so do you become an associate before or after you pass these so-called exams? Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I like that you you knew about the associate. Uh, yes, an ASA, an associate of the Society of Actuaries, since SOA is really the one we're talking about. Nobody likes the CAS. Right, they're um, in a big fight. Yeah, big fight. Um, yeah, there's about, you know, it's always changing. Um, back in my day, there were five exams. I think there might be six exams now before you can get your ASA. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are four or five more that's to when go you become a next. fellow you become a fellow yes for he's a jolly good fellow yes. oh yes especially when he's an actuary exactly so yeah there's there's a lot but you don't need a lot of those you get to do while you're actually working and your your workplace will pay you to take time to study for the exams okay and then after you become the fellow then boom you're in the American Society of Pension Actuaries. Oh. No, 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 no. Society of Actuaries. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, pensions are kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of going away. I have one final note and then I'm out of notes. So, okay, uh, good. I've got two more steps in the process it, I need it, to go through. It tells me that this is a low stress job. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's fairly low stress. I mean, there are times when, you know, if you're a pricing actuary, you you are kind of responsible for the the sales of the company um, because you need to be creating products that are good enough to actually be sold. So mm. it can be stressful if you if sales are are low or you have competitors that are coming in and, and taking your market share. Um, but that's kind of like normal business. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on to step three here, which is get hired. Oh yeah. I forgot. We've gone through all of this and, uh, we haven't even been hired yet. Sorry. Yeah. So you got to figure out, do you want to be an actuary? No. You got to yes. do some education, okay. bachelor's education. degree, plus okay. two exams. Plus a now exams. get hired. Now get, hired. get hired. Okay. So how do you get that entry level job? That's probably your, the hardest job to get. Great. So um, we're to the hardest part. You're to the hardest part. Yeah. It's much harder than the exam for sure. Even the um, curved exam. Okay. All the right. curved exam. Yep. Um, I currently do interview for entry-level positions, what? so I thought it would be kind of fun if I asked you, uh, you know, one or two of the interview questions that I oftentimes ask. All right, people. let me drink. Let me drink my beer then. 
All right. So here, here's one of my favorite ones that I like to ask people. Um, so man, I, I wonder if people are going to like, if they figure out they're interviewing with me and they're, they Google me and they find this podcast. And then mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm. get this question ahead of time, wow, that's, oh, they're that's, ahead of the game. I mean, yeah, I, I, you got to give them props for that. They might already get their associateship <laughs> if that's the case. I mean, they'd have to listen to 11. No, I guess they'd see the title. How to become, yeah, you could skip right on through. Yeah, so probably okay. true. All right. Anyway, here's, here's my question for you. Uh, perspective actuary, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like you to, uh, estimate for me, uh, you know, without looking up any, any numbers or anything, um, how many restaurants do you think are in the United States of America and, um, help me understand how you get to that estimate. Okay, sure. How many restaurants in the United States of America? That's what you got saying. it. Yes. All right. So I'm going to just assume that there is probably, let's see, X amount of millions of people. We got to feed a bunch of people. We got about this area. I can assume there's probably like a hundred in my city. Multiply that by you know a few hundred, get to a couple million. And I got a couple more states to go. So I'm gonna take that and take that. So I got, I got you know, I'm gonna go with 22 million. 22 million. All right. Well, um, you know, if you do Google it, which you can, um, Google says 650,000. I have no idea how accurate that is, but. I like that there's one on Google because you'll always have the occasional person. 650,000. How's that even possible? Are we talking like cafes and donut shops and like all this place to get food? Because that's a defined as a restaurant, in my opinion. I think so. I don't know if, I don't know. I didn't read the article that that estimate comes from. (laughs) But uh, the point is, I think like sometimes people will say like, oh, probably 600 to 700,000. And then they won't have any idea on how to back that up to me. So then I know they just lied. They looked it up. So I see I was you. way off. Well, yeah, you were. Yep. 660,755 according to Google. Yeah. Yeah. So uh anyway, that that's a question I always ask. Um that's that's usually a fun one. All right, I have a quick question for you. How right. many if you and you got to answer it as an actuary. All right. And you got to tell me how you got to the answer. <laughs> Are how you, many you're, now you're doing it, doing it back how to many, me. Shh, shh, I'm, <laughs> I'm asking the exam, Mr. Mr. Perspective Actuary. All right. How many donut shops in the United States and how did you get to it? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, let's see here. Well, I'm going to take what I know. I'm going to take Minnesota here. Um, and I love donuts. So I've, I know, I know all, that's why I'm asking. I know all the donut shops in the metro okay. area. Um, I would say on average, there's about one donut shop per city. So I'm going to say that's probably like 25 in the metro area. Um, and yeah, let's say there's probably another hmm, 50 or so out state, maybe 75. So let's go with 100 per state. Um, I did forget about New York though. New York loves their donuts. If we, especially if we count those donut stands on every corner. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I would say a hundred times 50. I, I'm going to go with 5,000 donut shops. If you don't, I, I don't know if we are counting the donut stands in, in New York, but I'm going to go with 5,000. I am counting the donut stands. I also am counting like the little tiny outlet places like in cub foods. You're counting like the Cub Foods Bakery as an as a donut shop. 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway, what was your answer? 5,000. 5,000. Well, according to uh, www.gogle.com, there are 25,000 donut shops. Oh, boy. In the U.S. making over 10 billion donuts a year, according to a 2019 census. 10 billion donuts. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. That probably does include the bakeries at grocery. You were actually within a closer number than my, you know, hundreds of thousands off. So I, I congratulate you, Mr. Uh, Actuary. Thank you. Am I hired? Yeah. I don't know why they put me in charge, but I would hire you. Perfect. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. I have one more step in this process. Oh my gosh. How many steps are there to become this job that I'm bored over? I'm kidding. I love you. I just don't think it's for me. It's a four-step process. This All is right, step, step four. four. All right. Step four, step four, step four, step four. Step four is you got to be successful and uh, get promoted. And okay. yeah, I mean, to do that, really what you got to do is you just got to make it your own. You got to, you know, stop asking everybody else how they would solve the problem and you just solve it yourself. You make mm -hmm. it your own and unless your valuation actually, then just follow the rules. We don't care um, about them. And then guess what? You're going to be successful. That's, that's pretty much it. That's awesome. And speaking of success, I, I was looking at the, um, um, like starting salaries as an actuary. It looks like you can, like an entry level actuary starts around the 40 to 55 range. Is that accurate? I actually yeah, I don't, think so. I don't know what year that was taken. So that could have changed. I, th I think that was somewhere around my starting salary. Yeah. I, I don't really remember, but I think so. And then the more successful you are, well, every time you pass an exam, you get whoa, whoa, a salary whoa. increase. Uh, hang on a second. You said, Mr. Step 3, that there were two exams. <laughs> I'd say you got to take two exams before you get hired. Oh, my. How, so you, are you still taking exams? No, no. I'm done with them now. Okay, but, yeah. But how many, how many years have you been in this business? Oh, I've been in it for 11 years. Thanks oh for asking. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome. It, when I was working at my company for five years, that's when I finally got through all the exams. Well, congratulations but, on your success. Thank step you. Step four. Yep. Step four, success. So there it is. That's how to become an actuary. And, uh, you know, if you want more tips, you can always email me. Where can I email you? At the actor in the actuary at gmail.com. Oh, so I hope this was enlightening. And, you know, at least I hope that you had no idea what an actuary was. And, and now you do. And now you think it's less boring than an accountant. That was really That's my true. goal. It actually is way more interesting than an accountant. I yeah. got to say. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. And there's also like steps involved. Like I, there's four steps and I'm boom, I'm successful. That's not that hard. <laughs> that's it. Count, I mean, one, two, three, four, boom, success. I mean, it's only twice as much as a two-step and that's an easy dance to learn. Man. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you work for Lloyd's of London. That's right. Lloyd's of London got you covered. How much did her boobs get insured for? Do you have any idea? Uh, you know what? Why don't I? I'm going to use the Google machine. Um, I'm not supposed uh, to do this during an interview, but that's, no, it's okay. I'm granting you permission. This is a funny, uh, you know, how like Google gives you an excerpt of whatever yeah. you, you yeah. ask for. Let me just read this whole yes, excerpt. Yes, please. Here, this please. Is, do. This is courtesy of zaneslaw.com. Uh huh. Good. Dolly Parton naturally insured two of her biggest assets, her breasts <laughs> measuring a reported 40 DD way back in the 1970s for $600,000. For those of you counting at home, that's $300,000 each. And Dolly has <laughs> taken pains to remind her fans that they are all real. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that was too good of an excerpt. I had to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. 600 grand in the 1970s. So that, that would be a lot more today. Man, why don't I tell you how much that would be today? Oh, I was, I was, I was hoping you could. 
Um, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That would be $4 million. And if well, you ca- in case, they, you know, you're doing math at home, that's 2 million per. <laughs> uh, wait, let me f- check that. Yep. That's right. I'm hired. Step yeah, four. You're, you're hired. <laughs> well, well, guys, thank you for uh, joining me in learning what it takes to be Aaron, the actuary in this uh, beautiful episode, how to become an actuary. If you have, you know, some, uh, some math quizzes for Aaron, you just email us. Or if you're part of the, the CAS, or if you're a valuation actuary, mm-hmm. you can feel free to email your, your angry emails as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some hate mail going. I'm Jeff Larson, the actor. And this has been Aaron Sorbel, the actuary. Thanks for tuning in and learn about Dolly Parton. Ta-ta. Pun, pun, pun. pun.